What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and I'm here. Uh, just finished the Thursday night uh, week one special between the Cowboys and the Bucks, with the Bucks winning for the win, for the win on a field goal. And with my co-host, T-Up. T-Up, are you there? Yeah, what a game. Um, with Brady given, what was it, a minute 20 on the clock. Did you ever doubt him? That's what I was thinking, though, because like when the Cowboys, when Legatron, Greg the Leg, hits that field goal, about time because he missed an extra point earlier, uh, when he hit the field goal, I was just like, that's a lot of time. Too much time for, for touchdown Brady to, to go to work. And that's exactly what he did. It, that was a good game, though. It made me uh, feel excited for the rest of the season. That was a great game for the season debut, though. For everyone watching, uh, for me personally, I'm especially happy because I'm in 10 fantasy football leagues. I have Amari Cooper. I have Tom Brady, so I was happy. Um, but I also have Ezekiel Elliott in, like, two of them. And I was not so happy with that. Mixed reviews, but I'm happy with Amari Cooper. Uh, what, what about you? Did you have any uh, players vested? Uh, nope, not today. Thank God. Um, it would have been nice for some of the players, but it's nice to, you know, first game, just let me enjoy it. And then all the hopefully triumphant, less heartbreaks will, will continue on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, man. They won a high scoring game like that too. Like the over under was 52 and a half and it was 31, 29 bucks. That's a fun game, man. That's a fun yeah. game. Yeah. I think, you know, with uh, with Hard Knocks, you know, you have certain expectations of a team coming into the season. And with the completion of this game, I think you could just kind of cross off. Like, Dak, look, he, he looked pretty good today. And even Bucks, Bucks were in uh, Hard Knocks the, the year before. And, I mean, they're pretty solid, too, as a team. Yeah. No, it looks good. It, the biggest takeaway for me, well, two takeaways, and both, both the quarterbacks. For one, Tom Brady, he's 44 years old. He still plays... Like he's twenty four. He look. He had some dimers. A couple to Antonio Brown, by by the way, who played amazing today. And then it was just really good to see Dak Prescott because going back to Hard Knocks, you were kind of concerned about his shoulder, but he was slinging the rock. He, they gave him fifty eight passing attempts. They let him pass the ball. That was that was some shit, man. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's go ahead and crack open one. And let's go into the rest of week one, which is what we do at Just the West, which is the NFC West. So Sunday, 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 we have three 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time games on Sunday. And then uh, the final one for the NFC West is a Sunday night football special. Um, So we have the Niners at the Lions. We have the Seahawks at the Colts. And we have the Cardinals at the Titans. And then... Last but not least, we have the Bears at the Rams. So should be fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, NFC West games all on the East Coast. I mean, at least the first three 10 a.m. games. Yeah. Gets a good football for breakfast. And then end the Sunday with another NFC West game, which should be interesting. I'm excited to see SoFi, but I don't know if that matchup is too intriguing. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so let's pick and choose. Go ahead, pick a game, and then we can, we can have at it. Uh, uh yeah. Well, let's start with the Niners first. Okay, so the Niners, I'd say, I mean, they're road dogs, but I mean, there's a reason why they're road dogs. You got Dan Campbell, first year head coach, um, taking over 
the Lions. Uh, he's a bit of that rah 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 guy. He gets Jared Goff, who knows the Niners very well, as his head. I'm sorry, at his start, starting quarterback. So the Niners are favored on the road, seven and a half over under forty five. This is a game that the Niners should win convincingly. This is a game where um, I think roster wise, I mean, they should have the upper hand. Um, I guess let's go to the first thing that, that comes to mind. So right now, Trey Lance, you know, obviously last week he didn't practice because of, you know, his hand. He chipped his hand uh, the last preseason game against the Raiders. So he couldn't throw, uh, but now he should be back. Um, do you think he'll be in the game plan? Because preseason against the Raiders, they tried this whole two-quarterback offense. I mean, it's just preseason, but do you think that's going to actually be the norm for the Lions? No, I don't think so. I think what we saw in preseason is just uh, a feeler of what Shanahan has to work with. But I think, you know, as the regular season begins, it's going to be more of a stable quarterback. And to answer your question, week one, I think the only time that we do see, or I'm sorry, the Niners do see Trey is if it's an emergency situation. But my opinion, I think the only time that we do see Trent, uh, Trey Lance is in an emergency type situation. So I do expect Jimmy to play the the entirety of the game. Uh, obviously, Trey has to suit up because he has to be the backup okay, quarterback. Okay, not even case, like red zone packages nah, or some Taysom Hill third and short. You, you know what I'm saying? Third and two, right? Can you put him, put him there? I mean, Possibly. Yeah, I guess if you put it that way, you know, there is possible chance. But do you risk it in week one? I mean, he is coming off of, you know, even though it's a minor injury, do you do you risk it to you know for a potential I think another injury? I'll, all right, I'll just say it. I think Kyle is cocky enough to at least try the two quarterback offense against the Lions just because like I said, he's a cocky motherfucker. He'd be like, Yeah, I, I fucking do what I want. Uh but I think we will see some form of trade lance, whether he gets five snaps or whether he gets 15, 20. Uh, it depends on how the game flow goes. But if things do, um, I won't say get carried away, but if they're turning, the run game's coming along, I think that Kyle Shanahan will definitely uh, put some Trey Lance in there. Yeah. So do you think that that dual QB system is something you know, he's, Kyle has really I mean, He's been very coy this entire with? time. He, has, he didn't even announce the starting quarterback. It was Jimmy Garoppolo on the press conference that said, yeah, I'm, I am the starter. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the way I saw it from my point of view, from my perspective, I think he's just so frustrated yeah. with the media just asking every single fucking day when it's all like, yeah. I've told you guys right. fucking in July, don't ask me yeah, again. So even boys, though right? I know the so, answer, you guys figure it out. To your point about this, he can go either way, meaning that he could be yeah. like, well, yeah, I didn't use trade because Jamie's the starter, I fucking told you, or... You'd be like, well, did you not see the preseason? I've integrated and I have high hopes for Trey Lance as well. So we'll find out. But I, I do think um, we'll see some Trey. I, I, I truly believe we'll see some Trey. Yeah. All right. So the second thing that comes to mind that's kind of concerning right, for the right. Niners is, well, I mean, you know, the Lions aren't the Rams. I know Jerry Goff is on the Lions, but are you concerned about the Niners secondary? Because Emmanuel Mosley – the starter opposite of Jason Verrett has been dealing with a hamstring injury like all week. He hasn't practiced all week. And up to this point, it looks like he's not going to play. Um, they signed Josh Norman off the streets. Uh, 
They bumped up Dante Johnson back to the 53. Outside of that, they have two rookies in Lenore and, and Thomas. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what say you for that? Because right now the Lions, they don't really have that many good receivers anyways. They have like Tyrell Williams and they have um, St. Brown, the fourth-round rookie. They don't have too much, but uh, what would you do? The tight end Hawkinson, yeah, you got, you Hawkinson. Got I mean, but we that. have Warner I mean, yeah. to cancel uh, that out. Are you concerned with the secondary? Uh, I think. Remember back in the Super Bowl when we went in 2019? It's our pass rush, pass rush, massive deficiencies in the secondary. So I think it'll that trend. I think yeah. that you know that belief will continue with the Niners this season. And I mean, they have like a monster rotation in in the front seven so i expect that to you know have that constant pressure on golf all throughout the game and okay, hopefully just takes to my next thing the, so they the said nick bosa he said i don't got a pitch count like they're gonna give me as many snaps as uh they're gonna allow me you know i am i am fucking ready to go d ford might be a little bit limited but from what i understand that line is ready for, for some nick bosa uh what are your thoughts oh yeah I think the I think the world is ready for some Nick Bosa. We love, you know, the Niners lost him early last season. You know, the number one player on that defense, and I'm amped. I think everyone's excited to get him back. So, yeah, we're we're gonna get a big dose of him, and I, I'm excited to see the rotation that you know new defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryan's is gonna have. I know he's he's blitz happy. Definitely a different than um, yeah. Okay. What uh, well, we'll Salah played in the past. Um, I'm excited actually yeah. to see. Who are you most excited to see in the defensively? Front. But I'm intrigued to see what sort of fuckery Kyle Shanahan has schemed over the offseason for the run game. I already know that he plans, you know, in an ideal world, he'd like to run the ball about 30, 35 times a game. Um, so, what sort of fuckery has he schemed up this time around, whether it be with Trey Lance or whether he utilizes a, a healthy Mostert? Um, to see how many carries he, he gives Trey Sermon and, um, you know, um, Mitchell, like a couple of the other younger guys. I, I'm just intrigued to see what he took from the offseason because he drafted so, several linemen. He drafted two running backs. He drafted a running quarterback. He, it seems like he has a plan this year for something. Um, what he has in mind, I don't know. But he definitely kept Kyle Juszczyk, um and he seems set on the run. Just sort of what offense are we going to expect this time around? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Like you told me earlier, Shani, he has a plan. But one final plan? thought no one about knows. his plan. I mean, Jalen Hurd, he's been hurt like ever since he's been a rookie. Um, he's on IR again. I thought they would have cut him. Oh, but man. He has a plan for, for Hurd too, potentially, in the, in the run game. I don't know because he's a former running back. It seems like he's holding on for something down the stretch. And uh, what that is, I'm not too sure. But there's something big picture, I feel like. there's. It's weird. I actually yeah. I took a look at his numbers, contract numbers this year. If we were to cut him, the cap hit would have – actually, let me reword that. What, what is owed to him okay. this year is only about $300,000 or something. So it wouldn't have yeah. made sense to, to release him when he could possibly be back. And yeah, I don't. I don't think financially it would have been a right idea to to cut him. It's better if he just retain him. 
that's the notion I get. But I mean, as as I think all 49er fans are, you know, just frustrated with just how long do we do we have to hold on to that's right. this talent until it's you know it's time to let go. It's just, oh man, I, he hasn't played a yeah, real game gonna in be, like two it's years. It's still going to be the case until we, you know, he gets off IR. Two full seasons. I know, right? IR, what? It's like minimum Pretty of much. is like week six, right? So, or week eight or some shit. All right, well, let's bring it home. So the Niners at Detroit. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk too much uh, on the Lions side. But then again, I'm not really – outside of TJ Hawkinson, uh, I don't really see, see too much. You got DeAndre Swift in the run game, but – uh, give me your final outcome for this game. So the spread is Niners road, uh, road, road, road. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, road favorites at seven and a half over under forty five. So what's the final score? Uh, I think the Forty ers are going to run it up this season. Or I'm sorry, this game. New quarterback. Um, offense, you know. The wide receiver's not that good. New head coach, Dan Campbell. Defense is, I mean, they lost a lot of their key defensive players. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say something like 35 to like 10. Give me – I don't think they're all – I don't think they can get five touchdowns as much as I I like the idea of it. Give me like 30 to 16. A couple field goals and I'll give them a couple field goals too. 30 to okay. 16, but it's, you know, they win by two touchdowns and it's a convincing 30 to 16. Okay. All right. For show. Let's go on to the next mm. thing. So we got the Seahawks at, at Colts and then we have the Cardinals at, at Titans. Oh, what have you. Frickin'. All right. So let's go with this is a pretty tough matchup on it. paper. It's just that I don't know what we're going to get out of Carson Wentz because, you know, he was hurt earlier this offseason. They got, got on the COVID list. Right now, Quentin Nelson's on the COVID list. Um, Eric Fisher is, is not going to play. So their O-line's kind of fucked up. But their defense, their front seven with, you know, Darius Leonard and, and the rest of that gang is ready to go. So the Seahawks go at the Colts. Um, the, the Seahawks are barely favored by three. Uh, over under 49. This should be a tough game. I, I mean, the Colts run the ball really well. They're good in the trenches. I just don't know what the hell to expect out of Carson Wentz. And that's why it's, it's kind of hard to figure out. Uh, and also, mind you, too, the Seahawks usually start – I don't know. They usually start their season kind of kind of slow, too, offensively. Yeah. Hold up. You're, you're – um... Yeah, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are known to be kind of like a second-half type team. Second half, as in the second half of the season, where they just, you know, they're they're kind of just limping along first seven or eight games, and then they turn it up in the last half. So, but I mean, Russell Wilson, you could argue he had an MVP type campaign last season, and I do fully expect him to, you know, continue that. The, the biggest they didn't really for do them too much upgrades on the offense. So Russell Wilson wanted a more no, they really I don't didn't. Know, dynamic signal caller. So they got Walden, uh, Shane Walden, who's from the Rams. So obviously, you know, a lot, like a lot of play action, a lot of run. Um, yeah. So they okay. So he comes from the McVay school. Sure. So he, a lot of those the offensive plays, coordinator. Jet That's sweeps, the most intriguing part. All that X's and O's because it's the same team, right? It is the same team. Huh. 
Interesting. Yeah, I get. I'm not used to Seahawks, you know, with those gimmick type plays. I'm just used to, you know, snap the ball. It's going to be either a right, chuck down right. the field or a run or a run by Russell Wilson. You know, but I don't know. I guess that'll be that'll be interesting to see. Um, see well, what Russell credit, can do he didn't with need that. too I much anyways. He's already got two stud receivers in Tyler Lockett, to call DK the Metcalf, and you got Chris Carson, who, who's you know he's 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 a solid solid rock. They gave him. Uh, they just re-signed him. They extended his contract. And then, interesting enough, uh, former Rams, you know, you got tight end Gerald Everett. So it could be something. I just uh, – we, we just don't know. I, I haven't seen anything. He, they didn't show too much in the preseason, let's just say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, they definitely – On the other uh, side of the football, they kept like their, defensively. Their so hand, they just re-signed Jamal Adams to like – Fuck you, money. He's getting 18 mil per year. Congratulations, Jamal Adams. Get that money. Um, but last year, they blitzed the most that they ever have in a long time. Yeah. I think they blitzed like 35%, uh, which is like one of the league highs. And, you know, Jamal Adams, he, he can get like 10 sacks this year, depending on how they play him. Um, do you expect that to happen, or are they, they going to tamper it down? I, mean, I don't know. What, what can you expect mm-hmm. on, on Sunday, especially against the Colts? I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they lost an integral piece of that defense, which is K.J. Wright, and he was definitely – Hoping uh, Jordan Brooks you know, steps he's it up a cornerstone to that. Of Texas Tech. That's to right. The, um, right. To the defense. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, their yeah, DBs are uh, we'll okay. They're kind they of like really middle have, of the field, I mean, right? Their pass rush has always been kind of in the mix, but they have some interesting pieces this year. Uh, just want to see it all come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their defense definitely it's um it's it's now shifted towards the youth rather than you know relying on the. I, I know I'm using LOB, which is yeah. ages yeah, ago, I mean, but Daryl Taylor, you know, this transition Alden in their Robinson, defense is now towards uh, the younger they, younger folks. They signed from the Niners, Kerry Hyder. They got some new new, new pieces together, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're kind of like the sleeper, I think, in in the NFC West. Like, you know, everyone is just so used to, you know, they're always going to be, you know, high up there. But after the season that they had Most last year. Most of the hype and, this year has been on the Rams. I don't know. They they've should. been just kind of flying uh, under the radar. Over under 10 and a half. And then it's been the Niners because the Niners have been taking all this headway with Trey Lance and all, all that shit. So... Uh, to your point, the Seahawks said they've been they've been pretty quiet actually, and I think Russell Wilson kind of likes that though. He's been kind of like mm-hmm. I don't know, simmering, little little snicker. I, I feel like yeah, he's he's pretty pretty motivated this year. Yeah, is there uh, any particular uh, for the Colts? Is yep, there anyone that exactly. you're kind of concerned about? I know that Jonathan Taylor had a really strong second half. He's actually like a first round pick this year in fantasy football. They like to run the football quite a bit. Um, I mean, are you are you worried for the Niners? I'm uh, not the Niners. The Seahawks front seven. I'm interested to see Carson Wentz. I think he yeah. has a big chip on his shoulder, and and he moved to Indy to try to prove that he lo- mm-hmm. he you know he lost his job to a rookie in Philly, and you know he won a Super Bowl with Philly, and then uh, this is kind of his fresh yeah. start. Unfortunately, you know he got it. Off to like a kind of a weird start with going in the COVID and whatnot, 
Um, and then, you know, he had all those weird right. comments in the, right. in the media about COVID, which we are not even going to get into, <laughs> but I think it's just, it, Colts are just one of those, like, yeah, who do I get? They're kind of like the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, it's just like, they're always in the news and, That's fair enough. you know, they have high expectations, but they usually well, don't I mean, meet them. You know. Big fan. Uh, actually, okay. I'll probably find a better like analogy for it. I would say like St. Louis Cardinals. Well, I'd say the like last the couple years, Packers. especially with their general manager, they've but, done a good job. I don't know. That's just a putting a pretty, you know, uh, a good overall team. Let's just say that. Um, I think the quarterback play remains to be seen, but we'll see how it goes with Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this matchup? If not, we can go to predictions. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird matchup. I, I don't know what to expect on both teams. It's exactly yeah, and it's kind of first week. You know, week one is that feeler. We don't really know what to expect. Um, yeah. The identity of each team is kind of like uncertain at the moment in the NFC West. Okay, like we have uh, an idea, but what we're I'll not go. sure. Seahawks, they tend to start off slow, so the score is going to reflect. I'll give them uh, Seahawks win 24-20. It's going to be a close one. 24-20 where I think that Russell Wilson and this offense, um, they they struggle early on, but they find a way to win. I think that you're going to get some DK Metcalf in the second half in the the red zone. They'll they'll pull away. Uh, It's going to be a little bit tougher, though. 24-20, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two and zero so far for what NFC West. What about you, Tio? Cool. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, I do think Seahawks are going to squeeze this one out it's too. Under, so the, the, the over under is forty nine. Twenty four twenty is a good number. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. 20, I'm just gonna go below me. So more of a. I'll go twenty three okay. twenty. So field goal. Okay. Just the more more of a field more of a field goal type okay. game. All right, fair enough. Uh, the the third yeah, and, and final game say, in the morning. Seahawks. So yeah, the Cardinals against the Titans, and this is a really interesting game because you know for Kyler Murray's sake, you've seen glimpses of why Kyler Murray was picked first overall uh but then he also had a shoulder injury last year and then they kind of went the team went with Kyler Murray so when he was hurt he wasn't effective and the rest of the team wasn't effective uh supposedly he, he's back and this is year three of Kyler Murray this is year three of Cliff Kingsbury and so this offense should be ready to go I mean you got D-Hop you got AJ Green now um they drafted a rookie and Rondale Moore supposed to be this really speedy wide receiver um Small but shifty sort of guy. And then they have Chase Edmonds at running back. They signed James Conner from the Steelers. Uh, they got some veterans now with J.J. Well, I mean, they look decent on paper, but it's always been on paper for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Titans are, I mean, you know about King Henry, Derrick Henry and what they do. They just signed Julio Jones this offseason. So they have A.G. Brown, Julio Jones, and Tannehill. For as much shit as I've given him in the past um, – he seems to be a pretty good fit for the Titans. And so, you know, the Titans are favored by three at home, meaning that it's a pretty close matchup. 
At least that's what the odds makers are. And they're predicting a high-scoring game at 52 because, you know, Kyler Murray's going to do his thing. But then the Cardinals, their, their defense, their secondary notably, isn't that great. Malcolm Butler unexpectedly retired, so they have Byron Murphy as their number one. And not much else underneath that. So that's that's my opening line. What do you, what do you say about, I don't know, what are your thoughts about this? Honestly, looking at that line, minus three at home. So they're pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much an even match. Granted, I don't know. I mean, like you said, I think you put it best. It's Arizona has kind of been that team where they always look good on paper. But when you see it on the field, it doesn't translate week over week. And, you know, yeah. playing a, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, the Tennessee Titans, they went to the oh, AFC are. Championship, and they got Julio didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're a solid team. And, and they're playing, and they got Julio Jones. I mean, holy shit. They got solid defense. Their offense got just got upgraded. Tannehill, it's just weird with this team. It's like, it's not like the shiny sports car in the garage, yeah, but it, it just helps, works. It helps know? to have Derrick Henry in this, this sort of run game. It just works for this team. And Derrick Henry's, yeah, Derrick Henry, he's such a monster in the in the run yeah. game. It's definitely going to put that the new Arizona D line to the test, which is going to be interesting to see. I do want to see JJ so Watt. Do you think I know get, he has some I mean, left right, in so the my, tank? My first question is: it's so is early, we haven't seen JJ Watt at all. But uh, do you think that JJ Watt is the JJ Watt that you're used to, or do you think he's going to? I don't know. Show that he's old. Yeah, I think he's he might not have as much explosiveness or you know around the corner to get to the QB, but yeah, he's definitely going to be effective. I I don't see him in a way that he's not effective. He has to stay healthy. That's that's one of the hard parts with with JJ is he has a a history of injury and you know just trying to stay on the field. Well, you already know he's yeah. gonna, you know, he's gonna play his guts out on the field, and he's gonna be a right. force. My next question to you it's is just how much of a force? Yeah, so yeah, Julio Jones, they have AJ Brown. Their secondary isn't that yeah. great. I mean, mind you, they have Buda Baker to help them, you know, roam the field to help with some of the help. But I mean, are they fucked or what? I mean, I just. Yeah, the DBs is just the secondary. I'm really not yeah, sure. Yeah, you got Derek Henry the, too to worry about, the right? Linebackers are the the second level. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is a really tough matchup for Arizona for first week on the road in in Tennessee. Right. That's that's not ideal. Okay. You know, way to okay. start the season. Yeah, I think this is just a tough matchup overall. Um, no, it just yeah, it's just Wait, the Ryan, secondary you, play that I'm. What's, what's going on? I mean, it head? just sucks. Mal- Malcolm Butler was supposed to be their their top cornerback, and outside of that, you have Byron Murphy, who's more of a slot corner, to be quite honest, and he's been shifting between outside and nickelback. And then, honestly, I, I've looked at their secondary; they don't have that much experience, and so. Uh, they're going to need a pretty good, kind of like the Niners, they're going to need a good pass rush. And they c- certainly can with J.J. Watt 
Chandler Jones, and they got they got their linebackers in Hassan Riddick. Actually, Hassan Riddick went to the Giants. Um, in Isaiah Simmons and and the kid that they just dra- drafted, Zavin. Um, I mean, I think their front front seven is going to be the focus. Their linebackers is probably going to get the job done to perhaps contain Derrick Henry, but I just don't know about the rest of the wide receivers. Yeah, like I think I think Buda Baker yeah. and the rest of the linebackers they're ranging enough that's just, to do a good job to tough. contain Derrick Henry <laughs> uh, to contain him, but I don't know about the rest. That's that's just my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, tough first matchup. That's a. It's just a hard way to start the season, but hey. I mean, no apparently the Osmakers gives. They give the Cardinals uh, the benefit to, of the doubt because it's, it's the such a close line at three, so it's not too far off. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't give him more. You know, this seems more like a Vegas type line, like a minus four, minus five, minus three seems kind of low, but maybe yeah. they're. I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. Arizona does have a pretty decent offense. It's it's pretty but, exceptional. Yeah, I don't actually. know. Maybe, maybe there are know? more Kyler Murray fans than, than um, we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. High on high on um. Yeah, high on Arizona somehow. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure there's some like sort of uh, you know, when lines makers well, see I, that I they guess get when all you glassy eyed, you know. The Titans Everyone loves score D-Hop. early and they score often with both A.G. Brown and Julio Jones, then, you know, they're going to be, at least Kyler Murray, he's going to be gunning for DeAndre Hopkins. So I could see it. I mean, the over-under is 52, so I can imagine it being being sort of like that. Um, mm-hmm. It could be a fun game. Yeah, it could be a fun game. Yeah, I mean, the over-under for this past game on Thursday yeah. was 52 and a half. Yeah, high-scoring game too, huh? So. Okay, well, let's... Yeah, that would be fun if it if it could be like kind of if you if you think about it, this game that we watched tonight yeah, is kind of similar to what we're gonna witness in uh, Arizona at Tennessee, right? They're facing a playoff, you know, playoff caliber AFC team away, and a team that you know, a lot of star I don't power. think a lot of people yeah, had think, Dallas winning. Say, you know, even being close, I mean, similar, to but they're not. Game, but right? you know, like Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, they certainly have have the capacity to make this interesting i think especially you know with yeah a lot of people had dallas written off is what i'm trying to say and you know okay. a lot of people might have arizona okay. written off but it, you know okay. it might All be right. closer let's, than let's uh put it on the board thinking. so we Hence have the, the times three. favorite by three over under 52 uh, what do you think is going to happen Um, I'll go, and I am not good at this. I'll go. I'll go twenty-eight, twenty seventeen, twenty-eight, twenty-four Titans. I think the be going back and forth early, but then I think Derrick Henry and the run game will kind of just play keep away at the end. So it'll be close early on, like. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. 
We'll find more. I mean, the, in the weeks coming on, it will. It's one of those week ones. I don't know. It's a, it's a mystery. What to make of it, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go 28-17 Titans, okay? All right. Last but not least, Sunday Night Football. You have the Bears with starting quarterback right. QB1 Andy Dalton for the time being. Um, so they go to SoFi, and I'm you're in, you're in L.A. You know that the Rams are hyped up like a motherfucker right now with Matthew Stafford. They're projected to be Super Bowl contenders. They're projected to win the NFC West. And I can understand that. I mean, you've seen your fantasy football drafts. They're like top three defense. They have um, Sean McVay offense. Like They should be ready to go, especially for a Bears team that's been kind of mediocre on both sides of the football lately, You know, both defensively and offensively, especially when you have Andy Dalton under center. But uh, yeah, the... The, the Rams are favored by 7.5 right now, mm-hmm. over under 46.5. Since you are the local, uh, give me your local take. What, what are they saying on the radio? Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously they're super high on, on the Rams. They, you know, everyone's super excited to see Stafford. The defense, Aaron Donald, it's kind of like the same, you know, same song, different album. We know what to expect from the Rams. In my opinion, I mean, there's not much to talk about. I think this game is going to be. Okay. Let me let me guide um, let me let me guide you then. Okay, it so might get a little out Matthew of hand. Stafford, the Jared Goff. So in Jer- so Matthew Stafford is officially the starter. They traded multiple first round picks to get him. What's going to be the biggest difference from what you see on Sunday night versus what you've seen in, in the past? Yeah. Let me. So, I definitely his arm strength. He's going to be able to to gun it down the field, and I think it's just his it's just his overall awareness of the field. I think on Sunday being night, able to make his progression. Sean McVay is just as cocky as Kyle. I think that's I where think we're going to see the biggest couple shots downfield, whether it's uh, Deshaun Jackson or it's to uh, Tutu Atwell, their their speedy rookie. But I think that they are going to test it on the national spotlight and show you like, hey, this is the real Rams team to. To recognize for 2021. Yeah, I could definitely see that Hollywood lights. Yeah, I mean Kyle Fuller is no just, longer just let with it rip. the Bears. That's He's on the Broncos. The secondary. ML. I mean, they have Jalen Johnson, uh, their their second round pick from Utah. He's the presumed starter now, so that's a lot of heat on him. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's going to be the case. Uh, let me ask you this too. In the backfield, so Cam Akers he tore his Achilles. So you have Daryl Henderson, Hendo, and then they traded a couple of late picks to get Sonny Michelle from the Patriots. Um, what can you expect from the run game? Do you think you know how, how do you think they handle that? No one, no one really knows, right? But yeah, I think yeah, no one really knows. I think Henderson he's going to be great, good. I don't know about great, but he's going to be good. Sonny Michelle, I think he'll, you know, yeah. kind of those dink and dunks, I think, that he's known for, and also maybe some goal line. But, I mean, that offense, I expect, it, I expect him to be clicking well, fully, especially with, I mean, that, that Bears defense, well, all they really have is just just Mac. That's yeah. right. That's right. What about, and, of course, uh, X-49er, Aaron Lynch, can't forget. So Jalen Ramsey, obviously one of the top corners. 
he's going to go up against most likely Allen Robinson, who's been like by far th- their best receiver. Uh, Behemoth of a receiver at like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, How do you think that matchup is going to go? Who do you like in that matchup? Yeah, that one's going to be a good matchup, especially like if Andy Dalton could be any any version yeah. of what he was and yeah, yeah. on the Bengals, I think I it think could get pretty interesting. Kind of, I mean, I know they're shitting on Andy Dalton it and all that, can. but he, I think he can get it to Allen Robinson. I think that actually with Robinson and Daryl Moody, uh, even with David Montgomery as a pass catcher uh, out the backfield, I think that their offense does have a little bit more wiggle than people give credit for. And I, I think we're going to see Nagy. Um, Nagy was once taken as like a guru offensively. Um, I think right now it's a little too much hit on his end. I, I could see them surprising the Rams and making it interesting. I think, I think so, yeah. I think so. Really? Okay. You know? Are they man. flirting at all with a dual QB system? I'd like to say no. Uh, things get out of hand. Could they do a quarterback switch right away from the get-go week one? Possibly, but at least from what the comments are saying on... I mean, Matt Nagy's been like a day one fan from Andy Dalton, apparently, but I think that he, Andy Dalton will finish this game. I I don't think we're going to see a two quarterback sets. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It'd be dope. Although that would be pretty, um, that'd be pretty spicy, wouldn't it? Shoot, it's Sunday Justin Night Football, Fields. baby. That would be. He looked good. Happen. Yeah, I mean to your, I mean to your point, if Khalil Mack, yeah. gets, um, they keep. Oh man, I'm excited. Huh? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we we could see some star power happen. That would be some shit if, if Justin Fields came on the field. Yeah. Is there another matchup that kind of uh, that we should be aware of? Sure. I mean, I, I'm on board with the Rams for this one. Just. Yeah, I'm on board with Rams, no doubt too. I I guess like all eyes like on on Stafford, they they traded uh, a boatload of picks for him. They paid him. Um, they, you know, I, I guess they, you know, I'm sorry. Rams fans have been complaining like they've been one QB away from you know this bringing him to that the next Matthew level. Sanford game. I think on the I, national. I'm interested to see if he proves it or let's not. Let's be honest; he's been with the Lions for all of that time and. The Lions weren't really that good to get the national spotlight. So not that too many people know what he can do. I mean, people should know, but honestly, not too many people for the casual fan uh, knows how good Stafford can be, especially with his deep ball. So uh, it should be a fun game. Let's go ahead and bring it home, Tom. How do you mm-hmm. see this, especially since you're in L.A. right now? You have a feel for what the home, the home crowd is saying. I mean, are they expecting a blowout? The spread is seven and a half right now. I mean, what say you? Yeah, man. I'm okay. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a high scoring one. Ooh. Give me um. Give me Rams forty two, and then Chicago forty two twenty two. Okay. Twenty two. No. Okay, give me uh, give me the Rams thirty. Forty two, yeah, fuck uh, it. Let's <laughs> just go forty two twenty two. 
38-28. I think this is going to be, you know. Yeah. Really short I think turf. it's going to be Matthew a high scoring game. He's, you know, Super Bowl contenders. I think it's that sort of game where they really make a statement. I think everything turns along. They should look good. The only thing that I'm really concerned about would be, um, you know, maybe turnovers, fumbles, something that would get them off their game early on. But if they take care of the football, they should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's how we see it for week one. I am excited. I'm in 10 fantasy football leagues. And so right now, I feel that for all my teams, I have the best team ever until they're not. Until I find out on Tuesday, I'm not the shit that that's what generally happens. But <laughs> I'm so excited to have football back. I just, yeah, I got my Sunday, I got my Sunday ticket. I'm ready to fucking go. I just, I can't wait. I can't Sunday wait. Sunday 10 a.m. couldn't come any sooner. Yeah, and today. Was, and today was a three though, more honestly, sleeps. The Bucks and the Cowboys. That was the sort of We're game that we there. needed to. Hang in really there, everyone. Good. I hope. I mean, I really wish all those games were that intense and high scoring and good for fantasy football owners. But we'll see how this goes. We have a very long season ahead. We have 17 regular season games, and mind you, too. Um, not only do we have 17 regular season games, but this is the first year with full attendance in a pandemic. So the co- the whole COVID list thing and how people manage their rosters is going to be really interesting to see how we do in year two of the pandemic. It just, fuck. We'll see. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Tee up. Any other final words? You Can't good? wait. We'll see. No, I'm good. Hopefully, you know. Good luck to everyone's fantasy team. Hopefully, you don't have to do any stupid things like sit in a waffle house for 24 hours. Oh, and something about every a waffle, waffle you and then need you lose is one like, hour what, Twenty minutes time. for a hot dog. You heard about like that. that, right? It was one hour off per waffle that you ate, and this guy ate twelve waffles total. So he stayed at a waffle house. All right, so to adjust the (laughs) yep, uh, check us out if you're not so already. Good luck, everyone. Don't be that guy. Instagram at just the west, Twitter at just the west, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. T, appreciate your time. Let's talk more for week two after all this fuckery. Uh, We out here, okay, guys. We out here. Peace.